everybody. I'm Hannah. And I'm Kylie. And this is Back Up for Grabs. Today we're going to be talking about Season 3, Episode 10, Dinner, Movie, and a Betrayal. This is the first time in a while that I've like successfully said our intro. Uh, yeah, correctly <laughs> for the first <laughs> on the first try. Not that we ever we're doing great. Redo them. Yeah, <laughs> we weren't huge fans of this episode. Just it took forever. Felt draggy, but we'll give you a recap anyway. Cause... But I feel like it was also because a lot of the drama was about people we didn't care about. Yeah, but we'll get there, I guess. Yeah. All right. Ready? Sure. Lex and Brandon bond over their mutual hatred for Frank, um, but then Brandon and Frank have to go on reward immunity or reward challenge together. Um, then there's an obstacle, or that was the obstacle course, and then there's an immunity challenge, and Lex wins, and ultimately Brandon goes home. Mostly. There was a, we're fine. There was a lot of things that happened, kind yeah. of. Ready? Mm-hmm. Go. Lex is generally very annoying for the reward challenge. There's a pair's obstacle course. Brandon and Frank win and have to go on a movie theater date thing. Um, friction with Brandon and Kim. Then there's an immunity challenge. Kim was close. Lex won. Then Brandon goes home. That was good. I don't feel like I would classify that as good. It's it's our it classic was, parody again of like... It was adequate. I try to <laughs> say random things here and there and then you just talk really fast and get it all in. <laughs> I don't... I don't know. It was like there was a lot of interpersonal drama Mm -hmm. yeah i think it is what you said that we just didn't really care about the people so it didn't seem namely brandon and frank yeah so none of the like particularly dramatic things yeah matter no that much to us yeah so okay let's start from the beginning beginning. so we kind of see the aftermath of the previous tribal council which is when kelly got voted out um it appears, just based off of the conversations, that no one really likes Brandon except Lex, who is very passionate about liking Brandon. And this episode made me think that he mostly likes Brandon because they both hate Frank. But I also think he respects Brandon for voting with him against Kelly when, obviously, his gut was the reason that he tried to make everybody vote for Kelly in the first place. Mm-hmm. And Brandon was like, 100%, let's just do it. So I think he likes the undying loyalty, but... Yeah, I think that he likes that Brandon falls in line. Yeah. Really, is what it is. And I think other people not falling in line as easily, even though they are allies, like Big Tom, Ethan, yeah, Kim to some degree, T-Bird to some degree, um, are starting to grate on Lex because he just wants everyone to do exactly what he wants. And then, you know... There will be no problems. Yeah. But it's weird because he's like, he made a comment to T-Bird or Kim, I don't remember, that was basically like, I'm not going to make all the decisions myself next time. Like, you guys have to help me with it. <laughs> but then at the same time, he's the one that like, puts the ultimatum his of like, mind I'm never going to vote for Brandon. Exactly. Yeah. And like, doesn't like it when other people make decisions. So it's kind of like. You can't have it both ways. Yeah. And I think he just. I think he's trying really hard to play a really good social game, and in the pursuit of that is pissing more people off than he needs to. (laughs) If he wants to play a good social game, he should just do whatever Ethan is doing, because that is perfection, as we've discussed. And I think Ethan is focusing way more on friendships than on strategy at this point, or, like, he's putting his effort into getting to know people, not into... He does recognize, though, he made a comment, I think, to Big Tom during the episode that Frank will do whatever it takes to get to the end, and so he's kind of, like, 
put, you know, a, a dot on Frank. Like, we need to watch him because Brandon will just, you know, skate by and we can get him out whenever. Mm-hmm. But Frank is, you know, still kind of playing the game. One to watch. Yeah. And I mean, I don't think... It's not that Ethan's not strategizing. He's just being quiet about yeah. it. And I think I wish Lex could, could do yeah. with a lot more of... Like, still having his same thoughts and playing the game or whatever, but being less of a presence. <laughs> well, I mean, we talked about it. Like, we wanted to see more of Ethan's, like, strategic game. Because, obviously, we know that he does, like, a perfect game, basically. But we were like, oh, it's just lovable Ethan. Or maybe he's just good at challenges. But no, like, we see some strategic, like, choices that he does, like, throughout the season so far. But when we do see it, it's not abrasive. It's like, oh... Look, he's doing so good. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Um, other than that, there's just, like, normal tribe drama. There's flies everywhere. Tom has a giant boil on his neck. Oh, that was so gross. Um, but, yeah, then they get... And, and we find out that apparently Brandon's logic for flipping was solely because he would not... He didn't want to be associated with anything that Frank had any hand in. Mm. Uh, I don't know if that's... True. I think part of it was Brandon just wanting to save his own butt and knowing he was on his way out. Yeah. Um, But I also have an issue with this in that basically what he's saying is that it was more important for him to hate Frank than to, like, continue being friends with Kim. And he acts like she's being dramatic for being all hurt. Right, but that was literally the only person that she had left that she was close with. Because... And vice versa. Yeah, because they were... The horrible young people that did nothing. For yeah, they've been together the, the entire whole time. Game. Yeah, and I, I don't blame her for being salty. Yeah, especially when she was kind of working her butt off with Kelly to get their whole plan together, and True. it would have worked if Brandon would have just rolled with it. <laughs> yeah, in that moment, I don't fault her. She's um. I fault her later in the episode. Even they try to have a conversation about it later, and he's like basically just complaining that she's being dramatic and she's like I'm not gonna he's like I'm still your friend come on it's like well friends still talk about things and she says like I would have never done that to you yeah and like (laughs) even if you were gonna vote differently there was nothing like at least tell me exactly there was nothing stopping you from having a conversation with me about it and she's like I would have I would have understood yeah and I probably still would have done the same thing but at least I would have known where your head was at yeah that's how you preserve the friendship friendship, not coming back later and being like gee it's almost like communication is like oh i didn't think that you know you would be mad so now that you are i guess sorry like how dare you yeah but But brandon's not really like in it to win it at this point no and he kind of yeah he kind of has given up a little bit in my opinion i think that he doesn't see a way that he wins Mm -hmm. and so he just doesn't really care about playing yeah anymore but we do get news of a reward challenge and they have to pair themselves up so they put they decide to do it randomly to yeah. keep it fair. Two numbers, one like two ones, two twos, two threes, two fours into a hat, and they all pick randomly. So our teams are Ethan and Old Kim, which is cute because they're adorable. You know they're besties. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Brandon and Frank, which it's is hilarious great. because of the people that they are. Yeah. Yes. Um, Lex and T Bird, which is odd. A little funny both because. Odd. Well, but he still doesn't know that T-Bird was the one that oh. voted for him that one time, so I find that funny. True. And then Big Tom and Little Kim. Which is like... Knockoff version of uh, Roger and Elizabeth. Also, the most extreme size disparity you could have <laughs> found on this whole tribe. Yeah. Maybe this whole show. <laughs> Maybe. 
Um, but basically it's this huge obstacle course relay race type thing that they have to get through as a partnership. There's um, some ladders they have to climb up, some walls they gotta jump over. Some things they have to crawl under, all the things. Um, but they win a movie with, you know, obviously food involved. And so the first race was Brennan and Frank versus Big Tom and Kim. And Brandon and Frank won, but it was pretty close in that It was one. closer than I thought it would be, honestly. But yeah. I think Big Tom and Kim are both... Big Tom's not... They're fairly athletic. Unathletic. Yeah. yeah they're he's, just... he's more athletic than I wanted to give him credit for. So good job, Big Tom. Mm-hmm. I think the size difference made, like, the wall difficult for them. and. Mm. But the they... ladder, Tom just went up, like, two pegs and then rang the bell at the top of the ladder. They're not... Yeah. But they also weren't, like, working together. Because in the second heat, when it was Ethan and Old Kim and Lex and T-Bird, Ethan was, like, boosting Old Kim over the walls and stuff. Like, true partnership. Mm -hmm. Which allowed them to win that heat. Which I was actually pretty surprised about. I thought there was not a a chance chance that Ethan and Kim would win. I think they have a very easy style of communication that really works for them because Mm -hmm. I think where they really gained the time was while they were putting the ladder together Mm -hmm. which involved it seemed like a lot of chatting because you're dealing with what looked like I didn't square and round pegs or something yeah like they were they had each um rung had two different ends to it and so you had to figure out which holes it went into yeah which would you know in theory require a lot of talking if you're going to do it quickly (laughs) but apparently Brennan and Frank know how to communicate enough to win this challenge. Um, mainly it's them yelling at each other. Go faster. Hurry up. Personal dislike aside, they pulled it out. Yeah. So they got to go watch... Out of Africa. Out of Africa in Africa with hot dogs and a bunch of movie snacks. And it was very uncomfortable to watch their date. Yeah, and I don't... I mean, if I'm Brandon or Frank... I guess I'm not going to throw the challenge just because I don't want to win. Yeah. But what's crazy to me is it's like, okay, so Brandon hates Frank enough that he won't, he'll betray his friend just to avoid being on the same team as Frank. But when he's forced to be on the same team as Frank, that's fine. We'll just go hang out and like have popcorn together. For literally like like over two hours probably too. Exactly. It's like during the time when you could have avoided spending time with him and (laughs) when it really would have benefited other people for you to like yeah we were love it we were obviously rooting for ethan and kim like that would have been such a cute date Mm -hmm. versus this which is why we didn't care about this episode yeah so i think i think brandon's just full of baloney Mm -hmm. no matter how you look at it i'm very unimpressed with him yeah and he started off by being like one of the funnier people i thought well and he like we knew he was strategic because he was the one that you know rallied the young group together To try to have a plan to save themselves. I mean, it's not hard to be seen as the strategic one when no one else has a brain. <laughs> that is that is accurate, yes. <laughs> um, but anyway, so that was kind of their weird date. That's And then when we return is where we kind of see the friction between Brandon and Kim developing following the vote. Yeah, he like is just done hearing her talk about how upset she is. Which is, she's totally justified in being upset. Especially because it seemed, I mean, we don't know how the conversation started, but it seemed like he's the one that approached her and was basically like, I don't know why you're taking this so personally. Obviously, we're still friends. And she's like, no. Also, it would have been several days between the vote and that. Yeah, because we at least had the 
reward challenge and that they went out and it was dark when they went to the movie. So then they came back for this walk. And they, so they it's were, been at least one, at least, at least one full day. Yeah, and they were walking to go get the note for the immunity challenge. So it's been probably at two at this point. Mm-hmm. And so you can tell that he's probably had other opportunities to talk, hasn't. And so it's all and so he coming can't, out right he now. can't be all like, no. yeah. Plus, he's playing I think, the victim. I do feel kind of bad for Kim in the sense that I think if she would have been with OG, shoot, Baran, mm-hmm. that she would have been part of that, like, core alliance and meshed really well with them, because she seems to be getting along with the people nicely. Yeah. Um, and she wouldn't have gotten that annoying sheen that the young Sam Buru oh, got. Because they all were annoying. <laughs> but I think, just in watching her interactions with, like, Big Tom and stuff, yeah, especially I feel this like episode. she didn't need to be like that, and it's just how it Who she was out. with. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so, that, that sucks for her, because, you know, she's not going to make it much further yeah um and brandon was a big part of that and she would still have stuck her neck out for him and he apparently wouldn't do the same for her so that sucks but at least she has discount roger to her discount elizabeth oh yeah um so yeah then the immunity challenge it's fire making um they have to like go collect things bring it back to their little circle basically the exact tie breaking challenge we do now yeah they have to like burn a, a wire that raises a flag um and Kim, like, surprisingly, she got fire first. Is doing pretty well. Yeah, she gets fire first. Young Kim, she's, yeah, but she's not. Um, she's just throwing like pond fronds on, on top. Like yeah. she's not building a structure to make it go higher. Mm-hmm. It's just an out of control flame. But Lex also has an out of control flame that looks like it's going to burn down the but entire it at challenge least area. Has height. <laughs> it does have height, which is why he wins. Yeah, and then Frank also we see get fire, but I think those three are the only three that like. Made any substantial, substantial progress yeah. in the challenge. Ethan's was, like, still flickering in and out towards the end, and I was like, oh. Which is surprising, because he was the one that won the fire challenge a while ago with the, like, water tower thing. Oh, the one caveat that they, for it, that doesn't make it, like, the final four fire-making challenge that we have now is that they were using, um, like, a magnifying mm-hmm. glass lens rather than flint. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, maybe that changes things. I would have thought it would be easier. I don't know, because I feel like you have to focus... I guess maybe. The... Because, like, with the flint, you just need a spark. Yeah, but you have to, like, shave the right amount of magnesium or whatever, and then actually get the spark, whereas with the magnifying glass, if you just get it in the right it's position, It's definitely, maybe? like, less steps. Yeah. I don't know if it takes more skill or not. Who? Someone used eyeglasses to make... Was Young that... man? No, it was first season because they used BB's glasses. Oh, was that Gretchen that did that? I thought it was a guy, but but some. But they've, they've done used it. glasses, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. Anyway, Lex wins, and he's like going off the deep end again. He basically gives his alliance an ultimatum that he's not going to vote for Brandon, so they have to get extra votes if they want Brandon out, which is like not a big deal because you have Frank that would vote for Brandon. Because people T-Bird who, would probably vote for Brandon. Basically everyone that Brandon effed over is gonna last vote for Brandon. Episode. Yeah. Uh and yeah at this point little Kim would vote for Brandon. And it's not I don't know. It feels like Lex just stamping his foot again because like he, wants he said to. earlier he was like, I'm not gonna make the decision and so they're like, Alright, here's who we've all decided and he's like, That's the wrong choice. And it's like, <laughs> Well It is okay. what it is. He's 
he still hates Frank, and Brandon still hates Frank, and so that's who they end up targeting. I think Lex just has this weird sense of... He gets very fixated on things. He gets very fixated on specific relationships that he's built with people and how they are supposed to influence the game. Yeah. He does it with... Um, well, Kelly, when yeah. she, like, per- is perceived to have broken <laughs> that relationship, she's on the chopping block. Brandon has supposedly proven loyalty beyond Lex's wildest dreams, so he's never going to turn on him, even though it's been... Well, he did say to Ethan, because they had this little convo, Ethan was like, okay, dude, like, you're putting this ultimatum down, but, like, I thought we were tight. And he's like, no, we are. And he's like, okay, but then, like, where do you draw the line? He's like, well, I'm with you guys to the end. It's like, okay, then when can we drop Brandon? He's like, when we have to. And it's like, no, like, you have to, you do have to draw that line. Like, you needed to give Ethan at least an answer. Like, we're final four, he's five. Like, that's when I want to vote him out. You know, at least give him something. Be like, let's vote out little Kim. T-Bird and Frank first, and then him. Yeah. And then you have to kind of juggle with the issue, which I'm sure Ethan's thinking about, which is like, based off of today, it's more likely that Brandon's going to win things than T-Bird or Kim or whatever. And so leaving him till the end strategically is a poor decision because he might be able to muscle his way further. Because Ethan's at least thinking strategically. Yeah. Whereas Lex is like, loyalty. This person. Well, for Brandon compared to Frank, though, they were partners and they won that reward thing so like they might be equally iffy on winning challenges moving forward i guess yeah but i mean you can't trust brandon is what it comes down to yeah you can't trust him and he might be able to beat you that's fair whereas at least frank even though he's scrambling pretty much i think sticks to his word yeah not that anyone, like, likes him. That doesn't make him and a we great know, social player. And we but. know Frank is gonna at least vote out Brandon and Little Kim before he tries to get anybody else out. Right. Yeah. And I think, I don't know, this is a continuing problem, sorry, that Lex has. Like, even even with All-Stars, that whole thing with Rob. I have like... <laughs> a little bit of defense for him when we get there for that season. But, at least in my memory... I feel as though I have a defense for him. We'll see if I'm proven wrong later. Oh, I think Rob was an absolute douche. Yeah, okay. But it's also just But you also like Rob more, so you're... Well, but Lex gets mad when people play the game. But Lex... Differently than how he would. But Lex gets upset when people don't like how he plays the game. Yeah. So it's, it's hard for me because he has this... He's a classic case of a double standard. He can do something, but God forbid you do it. Yeah. And so... That's where, I, like, he's mad at Rob because he would never, sorry, this is really jumping, <laughs> he gets mad at Rob because he would never do what Rob did, but he's not thinking through, like, but it made sense for Rob's game. Yeah. Plus, like, it's not like everybody plans every move they're gonna make 18 steps in advance, so, yeah, sure, maybe that wouldn't have been his ideal move, mm-hmm. but. I think in the moment... For that season in particular, I was still Team Lex, and I thought what Rob did was really shady, and Lex didn't deserve it. But I see the mindset of, like, the Lex double also standard. takes things personally that I think he does. are not personal. He definitely takes things personally. But that's his, like, huge fixation on things, so. Yeah, I am. He has, like, some weird manic energy that I'm picking up on this <laughs> rewatch. You know, like... Yeah, no, I know what you mean. And I don't know if it's just, like, the crazy Africa eyes of, like, I've been out in the bush, like, for this I mean, long maybe. I we no saw Frank, reality. you know, talking to animals and communicating with elephants, so... Yeah, 
I want to say that that's probably just Frank. That's <laughs> also probably true. But Her... I, think, I just I just don't like Lex. I and it's know. Fine. I know. Who are you voting out? Um, probably Brandon. I think I agree with that. He's driven me nuts. He doesn't really want to be there. He's kind of given up. Over and it. I just find him annoying. Yeah. And I think that he's... He's gotten progressively more annoying. And I think he's probably not worth the food that he's eating. Hmm. Wow. Like... That's a little harsh. Well, but <laughs> not that I'm saying he should be dead, but, like, if we're gonna kick someone off, yeah. at least Frank works. He does. He was collecting firewood with Big Tom. And if... Even if it's only because Frank doesn't want to talk to anybody else, great. Like, go Later. off and do your own thing. <laughs> That's totally fine. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, so you, you agree with yeah, Brandon. Yeah, Brandon. Cool. All right, bye, Brandon. Do you have a favorite quote? Um, I do. It's from Big Tom. He said, misery loves company, and I just relate to that. Mine was from Brandon during his chat with Kim. Mm. Um, he was like, you can vote for me then. That's fine. And I, that, like, that quote isn't actually that funny, but the fact that then she's like, Okay. Yeah, and then goes and votes for him. Yeah. I think just adds to the comedy there. So just to tie it in, Brandon becomes the second member of the jury. Kelly came back for Tribal. She had an ugly outfit that didn't match. Um, but I also made the comment, Kelly looks like Donna from West Wing. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen West Wing, so Kelly showed me a picture, and I agree. It'll be on our Instagram. <laughs> uh, Birthdays? Yes. So, we did not have an episode last week due to us not failing at one. Yeah. <laughs> it is the way it is. Our, well, you guys don't know us personally. I'm switching jobs right now, so that was a stressful final wrap-up. Kylie's job is a freaking I'm nightmare I'm swamped with work. Weeks. <laughs> um, so, it's been a little difficult to coordinate schedules. We also both have family that live like three hours away and mm-hmm. so we are attempting to see them yeah just you know every once in a while and so sometimes the weekends we go to see our parents don't match up and then we don't record so should we give them two weeks of birthdays yeah so this i guess week we start and from, next week we start from the second second okay october 2nd happy birthday to two people from survivor 22 matt elrod and sarita white on October 3rd, happy birthday to Marcus Lehman from season 17 and John Hennigan from season 37. No birthdays October 4th. So on October 5th, happy birthday to Edgardo Rivera from season 14 and Molly Byman from season 39. October 6th, happy birthday to Reynolds Topfer from season 26 and Chris Underwood from season 38. I really liked both of them. I did too. I that Chris's whole season was not my favorite. Same. Just conceptually. Yes. Left a lot to be desired. Um October seventh, happy birthday to Carolyn Rivera from season thirty. And October eighth, happy birthday to Angie Layton from season twenty-five. And now going to October 9th, happy birthday to Trish Hegarty from season twenty-eight and Julie Rosenberg from season thirty-eight. October tenth, happy birthday to whew, Terry Dietz from season 12 and season 31. Uh, Ken Huang from Huang from season 17. I'm sorry, Ken. Uh, Russell Hance from season 19, season 20, and season 22. And Paul Watcher from season 33. 
on October 11th, there are no birthdays, but it is the season premiere of season three, Africa. It's also my dad's birthday. On October 12th, happy birthday to Twyla Tanner from season nine. No birthdays on October 13th or October 14th. So October 15th, happy birthday to Brandon Hans from season 23 and 26. And Alec Merlino from season 37. I loved Alec. He was fun. Loved him. <laughs> he had good hair. That anyway. always helps. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. I think that about wraps us. So I'm Hannah. I'm Kylie. And thank you for listening to Backup for Grabs. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review on wherever you listen to podcasts. And go ahead and follow us on Instagram at Backup for Grabs. Or you can email us at backupforgrabspod at gmail.com.